0: Welcome to the Gratefully Yours wine show here at the wonderful studios in downtown Lowell for insidelowell.com. Today, I'm Jim Campanini today and my co-host, the wine butler Mike Pigeon. Hey Mike, this is our seventh show. What do you think of that? Yeah, it's long
1: lasting. Yeah. like yeah, a well, good wine. <laughs> uh
0: how are your holidays?
1: Very good. Thank you for asking. Had a good, good New Year's, nice Christmas with the wife and things are well.
0: Did you drink any good, uh, good wines at all or taste any good food? Or? Well, since I've been
1: buying better wines, every wine seems to be a good wine. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're good. Yeah. Now, they say
0: the best wine is usually uh, the, the wines that are bought from others, you know, uh, that are bought by others and shared with others, you know? meaning, I guess, that you don't have to pay for the wine. You think that's true?
1: Not always. Not always. <laughs> well. Depending how good the friends are and what they're spending.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty good. But it was a good Christmas, good holiday yep. season. Thank you for asking. Yeah, and yeah. Judy's fine? Oh, yep, she's excellent. Yep, yep. Oh, good, good. So um, today we're going to talk about uh, Zinfandel, right? Now, I know you like Zinfandel. You like my brother's homemade Zinfandel, for something out of a garage, he does a good job. It's yeah. surpri-
1: It surprised me that it's that it's that good. Not that it's an excellent wine compared to some of the higher price wines, but yeah. it's a very drinkable Zinfandel.
0: Yep. He's uh, he makes a a good a good, um, a good uh, stable wine. It says eighth vintage this past year. Every year he he learns a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean he um, he does uh, uh, rests that bottle and ages it, so it's get mm-hmm. it's getting much better. Mm-hmm. He does that in um, East Greenwich, uh, Rhode North Island. Island. Yeah. yeah, so Big River Winery oh. is the name. But uh, t- today we're going to talk about Zinfandel, which has an interesting history. It's it's uh, a California. It, it thrives in California and also in uh, Southern Italy, Puglia, uh, where it's known as Primitivo. Okay, so you see that Zinfandel and Primitivo are the same, all right? Now, it's interesting also that in the 2000, the year 2000, UCAL Davis uh, did a study, and they found out that the, uh, the clone of Zinfandel that thrives in California, usually along the central coast in Lodi, and we have one today, which is one of your favorites, is the same clone that is from the Primitivo grape that grows in Puglia, which is on the southeast coast of Italy, the province. It goes all the way down to the boot. That's that stretch of land, uh, uh, beautiful coastline. It shares both the Adriatic Sea and the I- Ionian Sea. So those clones were, were uh, the same. The, the key, uh, the, the, another key aspect of that is further study revealed that the Italian Primitivo grape Originated in Croatia, the Dalmatian coast. It was brought. It was brought to uh, you know both the the, the Greek Isles and, and uh, southern Italy. Uh, the travelers and stuff. So. It's pretty interesting that so the, the the original Zinfandel grape, Primitivo grape, came from Croatia. It surprised
1: me when I first found that out. I thought they were all native to Italy, but they came down from Greece, Croatia. They, they came and yeah, surprising. Yeah.
0: So they're, they're called traditional grapes uh, because they do excel both in California and um, and in uh, Apulia in southern Italy. The um, the fascinating thing about this grape is so the California Zinfandel, as we know, it's it's a great uh, it's a great grape. And at one point in the ni- early 1900s, Zinfandel was the most widely planted grape in California. Hmm. So the California Zinfandel thrives and picks up different characteristics from the I mean, terroir uh-huh. than it does in Italy. That's, that's what the fascinating part is, that this grape, even though it can be the clones are the same, it adapts to the environment, sure. yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. And so the different uh, uh, soil deposits, mineral deposits, sun, sea, air, everything, it has an effect on the grape. Uh-huh. And uh, that's why when uh, we picked out these, uh, these two wines, um, one from Lodi... Uh, from our good friend um, um, uh, Michael and David Phillips at the Michael David Winery. Both the wine butler and I met them at yep. the, the Wine Connection yep. uh, two times. Uh, they the think. Freak
1: Show, number one, and then um, with
0: the, that collection of wine, and then seven they'll see yes. that out there. Yes, yeah. and then we have uh Primitivo di Mandoria, which is... The uh, oh, one of the select sites in Puglia, south uh, once again southeastern uh, Puglia. Uh, this this uh, land area very dry, flat, overlooks the Ionian Sea. Picks up a lot of that mineral sea salt, you know, which goes on the vines. Then it's transferred, you know, in, in, into the grapes and stuff. So it tastes uh, well. When you t- when you try it, if you're doing a little experimentation, and we'll talk about it, there's a little different, you mm-hmm, know. And mm-hmm. especially the, the American winemaking style is different than the uh, than the uh, the Italian uh, winemaking style. They go for different uh, tastes, mm-hmm. you know. Americans have different tastes for big, bolder uh, and, wines. And
1: this one is aged in American oak. I wonder what that uh, is uh, aged in the Primitivo. Yeah.
0: So that's a that's a good point. Uh, it's it's actually aged in French and American oak, but uh, uh, um, the, it's it's uh, less of the American because American American oak eighty percent or hundred percent yeah well a hundred percent American oak uh, and and that's a good thing that imparts big flavors tastes tannins more vanilla more vanilla caramel yeah. okay where the french oak is a little more subdued There's, there is a difference in in, uh, in the grain of the oak french oak compared to american oak and that's what imparts these different characteristics when that wine settles in the barrel and stuff and naturally if you cut down when when mike says 80 percent oak or 20 percent oak that means that it's It's you know in that oak 80 percent of the time then they might transfer it to an older barrel because naturally the newer barrels you know give out that big toasty taste Mm, but after they use it three or four times it it. becomes more neutral and there's there's less so there's there's less imparted into that that uh, uh, wine uh, that that wine blend for the flavors so they're not as intense. Neutralizes itself exactly neutralizes, and that's why this earthquake is such an interesting wine because it is big concentration. Want you tell us a little more about your, your 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 wine, your earthquake wine?
1: Well, maybe it's because I I like uh, vodka martinis and a strong this has a high alcohol content for a yeah. wine it's 15 percent uh, 15.5 even mm-hmm. in one of them and uh what I like about it, it's it's they say it's a dry wine but it doesn't taste too dry maybe maybe because it's such a good taste of that cherry blackberry to it and it's really good and the tannins are soft I don't know yeah. how they're that soft in that maybe because it's uh you notice the alcohol a little more and that blackberry cherry oh i would love chocolate i love that i love that it makes it a softer wine than a dry wine you would expect and this texture is very oh, it's it's velvety. I, I loved it. I loved it. I only bought a couple of bottles, and uh, once I had that, and we had one with a good friend of ours, Bobby Burns, who knows her red wines, and she she the aroma. As soon as she got it up to her nose, it was strong. So I went out and I bought
0: a couple of more bottles, and it's it's almost like a go-to wine with yeah, anything. Yeah, No, this is a well-made wine. Always finishes high in the uh, in the rating scores, between 90, 93 points. Wine Spectator, several years ago, put this in one of its, its top 100 wines of the year. I think that was uh, 2021 or 2020. It always gets a, a great rating because it's a delicious mm-hmm. wine. And when I say made in the American style, it's big, bold, robust. The flavors are great, but it, the texture is so smooth, yeah. mm-hmm. velvety, uh, fruity. And, and um, it's, it's almost got, when I say fruity, it's got that that, mm-hmm. that sweetness. But interesting that Mike mentioned the five point five percent alcohol. Fifteen, yeah. Yeah, five point uh, yes, five percent alcohol level in it because uh, most Zinfandels are high alcohol because they are a high sugar grape. So in order to uh, to cut down on the sugar, the the uh, the winemakers have to. Put uh, you know they they put more yeast in it so that's what drives up the alcohol content or else this would be a sugary a real sugary wine so remember the higher the alcohol level the less the sugar inside the wine so this Italian Primitivo okay is fourteen point five percent alcohol I've never had that we'll have
1: to pour some of that to try
0: yeah. But there's a there's a there's a difference in the taste profile here. This one, as Mike said, that uh, it's aged in oak for 17 months. That's a lot of oak okay so that's what's going to give you that caramelized flavors that vanilla bean flavors the characteristics it has you know it makes it very very smooth and low tannins right yeah and yeah i don't
1: like that oak that much in chardonnay but with this red it demands that it comes across it's great
0: yeah now this uh, uh uh primitivo It's 12 months in French oak. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can see the difference. Five uh, five months difference. It does have an impact on the wine. This is originally fermented in stainless steel tanks and then it goes into the the um, you know the the oaks. This is a two thousand seventeen. What is what is this one, Mike? Two thousand nineteen. I mean. Two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. So we uh, I've tasted and Mike's tasted this earthquake. Matter of fact, this was my uh, one of my selections for uh, Christmas Day uh, a holiday meal. Mm-hmm. Okay, I took this down to my niece, invited us to Barrington, Rhode Island. We had a big uh, a big feast, and I brought a couple of bottles of uh, of earthquake. Yep. That's how much I I like this wine. This Primitivo is new. It's new to uh, America. It's called uh, Sessantani, okay, which in Italy means 60 years because this is an old vine Zinfandel. The, 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 The vines used to produce the grapes here are at least 60 years old. Uh, and, and older. So that's the, that's the name of the, the, the wine. And uh, what happens as these wines age, the berries get smaller and smaller, but the concentration, and there aren't as many cl- uh, berries in the cluster. Mm-hmm. It's like anybody, you know, you get age, you don't work as much, but the work that you do do is, is very, very um, strategic, strategic, the berries are small. the uh, the uh, The concentration is uh, is uh, is uh, intense. So you get less berries, but a but a, but a, uh, a thicker, juicier, jammy uh, wine. Concentrated. So, did, Concentrated. it yeah, concentrate? Yeah, yeah. Smell that. Yeah. Smelling. Smells almost uh, florist. Yeah, it's hard to get it. Yeah, yeah I haven't got yeah. at that yet. But the color, look at the color. It is deep. D- deep, very deep. Black, very deep. Purple. It's black, mm, purple, yeah. A couple of ruby highlights in it. Um, the other thing, Manduria is a special zone in... Um, In um, uh, Puglia, it's like what we call, you know, this Chianti, the Chianti zone in Italy, and then this Chianti Classico, which is the historical site where traditionally the best grapes come from. Same thing with in Puglia, Manduria, only the best grapes uh, uh, for for making Primitivo come from this site, and they have uh, they have a, a, a sweet Zinfandel. Okay, a red sweet Zinfandel, a DOCG wine, which is the highest uh, um, a quality classification uh, in in Italy, uh, which which can only be made in the best vintages. So they go years if the winemaker doesn't think the grape Won't make it. is up to task. They don't even produce the mm-hmm. wine; they declassify it. So the the thinking uh, go uh, uh, transcends goes over to the making of the regular red that we have uh, this this primo tivo 2. They 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 make it, but only during the most uh, mm-hmm. uh, the the best years. Mm-hmm. Okay, they, they make this wine. So we're gonna taste this. I'm gonna sw- swirl it, have mm-hmm. a little taste, and Mike, tell me what your, your impressions are. Deep, deep taste. Very deep. And that's got a high alcohol
1: contact, but it mm. doesn't come to the front. It mm-hmm. doesn't come to the front. It's, but you it's can... soft the tannins aren't that sharp in it either.
0: No, but it is dry. It's
1: dry. Why, no question. Yeah, but it's pleas- it not... pleasurably dry. I don't yeah. 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 I, I don't like a dry, dry, but it doesn't make me pucker. Up. It's got
0: that fruitiness, mm-hmm. okay? And yes. me this that that cherry plum. Um but you can tell the difference between earthquake oh, yeah. and this earthquake's got that it, vanilla it, caramel. And the aroma toast comes it.
1: quickly to the top of the glass yeah. this doesn't. Um, yeah.
0: This is uh this throws some this throws some heat though when it when a little when it goes down. And I think once again that's that's the process. Um you know it's it, it's not oaked as much. Mm. It's it's uh mm. uh and and boy but it's got a beautiful, a beautiful taste. Deep and rich. Deep and rich. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. Nice. So, so this wine, this wine, like I said, is new. Uh, Sam Messina at the Wine Connection mm-hmm. just brought this in. Uh, it's a two thousand seventeen, so it's been aged, you know, for about five years. OK, sitting in bottle and uh, it's, it's maturing very, very nicely. This both these bottles will probably will last, uh, you know, probably a decade with proper cellaring. Yeah uh now this goes my the one i
1: buy at sam's out at the wine connection it it goes for 26 but out there he's giving it for 22 so that's why i buy a few bottles what what are they getting for that thirty dollars thirty dollars yeah yeah Yeah.
0: yeah. but uh uh yeah so so both of them are are good values because you get a lot in these wines Mm -hmm. and these wines will uh go well with uh, uh, a big, hearty meat, uh, uh, ragu, bolognese, uh, steak, Mm -hmm. uh, any kind of uh, big meat, grilled meats. uh, That'll be... uh, Nice prime rib end cut. Oh, Oh, prime prime, rib. Yes, very good Uh, um, um, end cut or everything else. So uh, the main thing is to to show you the difference and how these things uh, uh, react uh, differently, and also with the the process. It's the same grape, the same clone. The California grape was brought over here, uh, the Zinfandel, uh, you know by um, uh, the the uh, uh, Benedictine monks, hmm. okay? They brought over Zinfandel, and it's probably t- traveled from the Dalmatian coast. Uh, actually, the first Zinfandel landed in this country in eighteen thirty in Boston, Massachusetts. It was an investor who brought it, who brought it over, and then uh, took it by caravan west. So, the Benedictines brought it over here. I don't know if the and, Benedict. If it was, it, there, it, there was some it, religious it was aspect it, yeah. to it. So yeah, Benedictines. Yeah. They. I was wondering if
1: they used it for an early altar wine. Yeah. I mean, or, or, well,
0: uh, in California, that's, they, what, started that's the, what started the this, industry yeah. and stuff like that. So it was an interesting. Mm. Uh, uh, they had the, the the religious aspect of it uh, was really. Uh, brought development to the mm-hmm. California uh, market mm-hmm. and uh, altar wine, especially during Prohibition. That's what kept the wine industry going when everything yeah, shut down. They could out. use it for religious Alta purposes. Alta yeah. wine. Uh, yeah, I would <laughs> say my prayers at home and give it a glass. I know. Drink it. So, so I, I think uh, uh, once again, it's a good, it's a good, uh, yeah. it's it's a good study. If you if you try this Zinfandel, I, I think you're gonna love it. Yeah. I would, it's,
1: my choice would still be My Earthquake.
0: Um yes. just got
1: kind of that I'm more of an upscale zip to it. Yes. You know? yes. I and mean, I love I it. think it, there's,
0: it, uh, it, it's definitely a, a very good wine value for yeah. 23 bucks. Uh, this Primitivo comes in a, a, look at the hefty bottle. This was rated 99 points by one of Italy's uh, uh, top um, uh, uh, wine experts. Luca Moroni, you can see it right on the bottle. They put the 99 uh, points right there. And I think in 2019, uh, a Primitivo di Mandoria from Puglia was named uh, Wine Spectator's uh, top wine of the year. They got yeah. the number one uh, category. It was either 2018 or 2019. Took the world uh, uh, by storm because it was one of those rare... Um, uh, wines that had been aged for like five or six years. It was one of those vintage wines where, you know, the, the, the best the best year ever for the production of Primitivo. So I think you should try it. You you should um if you ever find a Primitivo or a Zinfandel on a restaurant restaurant wine list, I think you should try it. Mm. Because you'd be you be surprised yeah. at the the complexity of the flavors Take that step.
1: Some people get confused. They go in a restaurant and they, oh my God, I which should I get? So they, I'll take my Cabernet. Yeah. They, but but reach out, reach out, and if they have it on their wine menu, go for it.
0: Yeah. And, and at Tonight, one point, just, mm. like I said, Zinfandel was the most widely planted and produced wine in California. Mm. Then I lost favor because uh, you remember the white Zinfandel. They put it out. It made it really cheaply, and and uh, people then considered it like a uh, a blending grape or a, it really wasn't uh wasn't that good it was uh, but but then it made a resurgence now in the in the 80s and 90s as more winemakers realized the red grape really performs well in the central coast and uh it's making a comeback mm. it's making a resurgence mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so certainly the michael david winery is doing well so any closing thoughts enjoy Enjoy. Okay. Well, we're going to come to a wine quote of the day. Okay. okay. Segment. Who said this, Mike? My only regret about life is that I didn't drink enough wine. My only regret about, regret about life is that I didn't drink enough wine. It could have been a number of people, but give me any more clues. He was a famous American author, and he uh, liked to, to, to write down in Key West, Florida. He also had a, he liked a, a, an affinity for Cuba. He spent some time. He wrote the Old Man. Ernest, in the sea. Hemingway. Ernest Hemingway. Ernest Hemingway. Congratulations. The, my, my fisherman buddy. We I thought you were going to say me. No, I,
1: I taught him how to fish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, listen. Until the next show. Okay. We wish you uh, uh, have a great week and may the wine be with you. Always. Enjoy. When you drink it, it's always with you for a while. <laughs>